Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Three, two, one. Welcome to the RSL show. It is a brand new day, and it's a wonderful day. The smog has cleared. Has it? There's a twinkle <laughs> in Josh Clark's eye, and you're wearing a Kaye shirt. I am. And you look really healthy, dude. You look good. Thanks, man. You've dropped a little bit of weight. I have. Going uh, to the gym, you know. Yeah, not eating. Lifting weights. Uh, dude, I dropped 30 pounds when I had COVID and now I gained like 40 pounds. So if you see me, I look like, I don't know what I look like, dude. I just look, I look my age now. Yeah. 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 Which by the way, my birthday is next Wednesday. I'm getting the word out now because I've never, okay. People wish me happy birthday and I'm like, Hey, thanks. But now I'm putting it out there because I want attention. So next Wednesday uh, RSL show people, listeners, gatherers, followers, family members, whatever. Uh, my birthday is next Wednesday, the 14th. I expect some shout outs. All the messages. Yeah. Uh, I think it's on a Wednesday. Let's check. Uh, Tuesday. My bad. It's on a Tuesday. Um, okay. So, hey, we're back uh, with a new episode of the RSL show. And a lot has happened uh, since we took a small little break. It's been 10 days. <laughs> yeah. Um, Literally only 10 days since we last recorded. Yeah. So what I'm seeing in this back corner over here, this is kind of crazy. That flag over there in the corner, it has a Seattle Sounders FC logo. Mm -hmm. And then right below it, what does it say there? July 20th? No, no, no. Top. Versus Manchester United? Versus Manchester United. So there have been uh, two pivotal events that actually – Involve both of those teams. Yeah. The first one we already know. It was on the same day. Uh, yeah. 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 Weird, dude. Twitter was bumping that day. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good bump. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Freddy Juarez, uh, he leaves the club. A lot of people have 
some choice words, some opinions to say about that, and we'll share ours in yeah, just yeah, a yeah. moment. Uh, but Freddie Juarez basically drops the head coach position at Real Salt Lake to be the assistant at Seattle Sounders. Um, the other big news, obviously, uh, Ronaldo going to Manchester United, and then me switching my affiliation from Manchester City to Manchester United. Oh, ridiculous. Dude, I'll just say it. Like, I'm a Ronaldo fan, you know? Uh, it's I, I, I truly am. Any team he's been with, I'm right there at the helm supporting him. First things first, we're going to keep this pretty brief. Uh, Jake Simons is not here, uh, frankly, because we did not invite him. Um, he texted me the other day, and he's like, hey, dude, uh, I got married, and I don't hear from you anymore. <laughs> Isn't that what happens? <laughs> yeah, I'm the best man, dude. It's, you know, we're uh, we're we're on a break, Jake and I. The, going into the wedding was very exhausting. Had to give this crazy speech, um, and so I'm exhausted from being his friend for a little bit. No, I'm kidding. I love you, dude. I, I You don't listen to this, so whatever. Another thing, too, is uh, keep an eye out for some Real Salt Lake news. Uh, hopefully by the end of the week, uh, they should have a pretty cool announcement for supporters in the past who maybe liked how Real Salt Lake was ran or how much engagement there was mm. there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, this is, to be clear, it's not ownership uh, news, nothing like that. Uh, but it is some cool movement uh, between the uh, yeah, but between Real Salt Lake, uh, things that we've heard. So, all right, so uh, let's get into questions. So, first, we got Eric Walker. Uh, Eric says, We're playing LAFC again. Uh huh. Feels like we never play anyone other than LA and Texas teams. Uh, Josh, I said this before we started to record. Uh, why do you think that is? Uh, it's COVID schedule restrictions. East East versus West doesn't really happening outside of like two three games, so we're just seeing the same teams over and over and over again. And California and Texas have multiple teams, so yeah, yeah, it's exhausting though. Like it gets boring. I just thought it was a weird schedule, and now that you know, now it's not just me noticing; it's other fans noticing yeah. that. Hey, this kind of sucks. Uh, so Eric, yeah, it's probably because of COVID. So if you uh, would like that to change, go get vaccinated. Or remain unvaccinated. We don't care what you do with your body. All right. Uh, Tyler Creer, next question. Uh, USMNT related here. Thoughts on Burhalter? This is for you. You're like the Man, USA I'm, guy. Yeah, I guess. Is his job in major jeopardy if the U.S. doesn't get three points tonight? Probably not. It should be. But I think he's earned some goodwill between the Gold Cup and the Nations League, which is kind of lame. But struggling with qualifying already and that's what we really want is a world cup appearance so i hope we get three tonight in hindsight because this will come out after we play but uh if not i know the fans will want him gone but we'll see uh i thought i thought i saw a video about some criticism was it coming from was it pulisic were they talking about the coach or was there a player on the team kind of subliminally Saying like something has to change within uh, not that I've coaching. Seen. Okay, not that I've seen. If uh, if you guys saw something like that, tweet at us. If I'm making that up and just during the pod, then uh, unsubscribe from the podcast. Okay, uh, Matt Matt Lane says, "Let's talk about Andy Munoz jumping on the Manchester United train." <laughs> um, I'm glad he has seen 
the light. He's seen the light for about a year and a half until Ronaldo's gone, <laughs> and then he'll pick someone else. Until he like until he comes to Inter Miami or something, right? And then I'll just start a Inter Miami podcast. Yeah, yeah, easy. The thing you know about Andy is he is loyal to no team. Loyal to no one, baby. Right. Loyal to no one. All right. Uh, Stockton asks, what modifications to the stadium besides safe standing would you want a new owner to improve? Uh, Stockton is pretty easy. He just wants more water fountains. Definitely water fountains and a better sound system. We got a pretty damn good stadium. Yeah. It needs little refinements, right? Just because it's, I mean, it's dated. It's a decade old plus now, but. Yeah. It's not horrid, you know what I mean? It's not like the old San Jose Stadium that were just metal bleachers. Like yeah, I mean, we could be in a stadium like the Colorado Rapids. Yeah, that stadium sucks. I don't even know how they have supporters. They barely do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would just say we're, we're lucky to be where we at and what we have. Uh, Stockton also asks, if you could ask a head coach candidate any one question, what would it be and why would it be about when they would use their first sub? <laughs> Uh, Stockton, just look, dude, start doing more RSL media and then just email those people at the front office. They'll get your credential. Then you can get into the, into the zoom chats and you can ask all of that stuff in the media availability, which by the way, I talked to Josh just a few moments ago. We're, you know, what I would like to do is we're going to start and I bet you this idea gets stolen. Um, we're going to start attending more media press availability. Um, we'll get in there. We'll start asking questions. But what I, what I would like to incorporate is, uh, basically kind of taking some questions from the fans and asking those on the behalf of fans. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So that's where this whole RSL show at gmail.com thing kind of comes in. Um, if you do have like, let's just, I don't know if you're weird about sending an email, uh, shoot me a DM. Andy Munoz 48 or Josh, what's your uh, Twitter? Uh, SLTID underscore Josh. Yeah, um, or the RSL show. Um, send us some questions that you would like to see in the press availability. We're going to jump in there with Tom Hackett. We're going to jump in there with Alex Vihar uh, and others who <laughs> – it's also funny. Uh, we saw a tweet from Chiki Pelias. How do you say his last name? Pelias? Chiki? Chiki Pelias. I don't know. Chiki Pelias. Uh, saying that his top, or it wasn't really his top, but somebody asked about Real Salt Lake podcast recommendations, and this was his list. He put Claret and Cobalt at number one, which deserves to be there. RSL Show at number two, and then L uh, Show RSL, which we also own, at number three. And then he wrote, and others. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we made top three um I think the person was also asking which individuals to follow mm -hmm. regarding soccer, and we got on that list. Uh, Alex Vihar was excluded from that list. Uh, dude, do better. I could talk to Alex this way now, by the way, because I see him everywhere. Yeah. Uh, when I go film University of Utah stuff, sports things, he's also there. The dude works hard. Uh, I'm not trashing you, Alex. You're a, you're a good dude. Okay. All right. So wizard slashing. Um, asks if there is any news about new ownership besides what Dunny has already put out there. Do you know what Dunny's put out there? Because I don't. Uh, last I saw, he was just talking about how there's a few groups interested. Uh, that's about all I know. I I have no idea what's going on. He even that. listed a number, right? Like seven? Yeah, something like that. We could probably dig and pull that information in a really Weasley way, but 
we don't do that. Yeah, um, it's not what we're about. Yeah, here on the RSL show. No. So uh, if we hear anything, uh, you guys would know about it. Uh, we'll share or at least give clues. Right. Yeah. All right. So Ian, probably not Ian. Uh, he he writes. Fingers crossed. We can at least walk away with a point. Uh, he's talking about LAFC. Three would make up for the last two games. Um, you know, it's unclear. I think, uh, you know, LAFC's last match, I'll have to look it up to see who they played, but um, things were not looking good for them because, uh, I mean, their key players are, are out of that squad. And if they're still missing Carlos Vela or if Carlos Vela is not playing, um, obviously that's a huge factor. Also, he asks, what's up with not playing Datkovic? Uh, why do you think we keep seeing Silva in the 11? And he also says, I'll give Pablo a pass for a few weeks to iron out his style, but let's see impact subs before the 80th. Uh, so far, he's not who. So far, he is not who I'd like to see as head coach long term, uh, but would keep as an assistant coach. So let's back that up, Josh. Um, any thoughts, dude, on not playing like Dakovic or like he mentioned, you know, Silva being in the 11? Um, I know Dakovic just had a baby. So that's probably why. Yeah. I hope because Silva has been off. I mean, that first goal against Dallas was all on Silva, basically. So I would like to see some more of Detkovic. I'm hoping. I mean, I've not not been unimpressed by him. So I'm hoping, you know, Pablo doesn't not rate him, basically, and, and isn't playing him just to not play him. But yeah, I could see him playing against the LAFC. What were your thoughts on the first half you were there? Uh, it was pretty rough. It looked lethargic. Um, the goal from Glad was cool. The assist from Herrera. But we just had a lot of stupid turnovers. Gave Dallas a lot of chances. It wasn't until like the 60th minute that we finally were like, okay, let's play ball. Yeah. So so Aaron Herrera uh, crawls up the right side. Um, I mean, he's basically... It's 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 kind of cool to see like our defense pushing up so high mm-hmm. uh, to the point where like he's almost like a right winger, like just whipping all of the balls into the box, mm-hmm. the majority of them. Um, he connects with uh, Justin Glad. Uh, I wrote I wrote it on Twitter. Homegrown to homegrown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know the observation that I'm making there with Justin Glad is it's cool to see him finally getting cons- consistent goals, right? Because as he matures, you know I think the comparison there has always been. You know, could he be our next Nat Borchers or Hamasen Olave uh, in the sense that defenders are, are, are getting in there and getting headers and scoring, right. scoring pretty consistently, right? So um, I want to say his his last goal was also against FC Dallas, wasn't it? That heel flick? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's just like scoring against Dallas. <laughs> yeah, probably just against Dallas. Or it could be because we simply have played them so many times. So many times. On to the second half, uh, Johnny Menendez with the grace and the patience and the proper finishing um, basically gets a deflection goal off of Noah Powder strike uh, with his left foot, right? Not Yoni. So Noah goes up, strikes the shit out of the ball. Goalkeeper has no chance. He gets his paws on it, and it deflects off to the right. Joni is there just to... Nailed it in. Yep. Yeah. To get a goal this soon, uh, you're already having an impact. We've seen the plays. We've seen, like, his vision in prior Assists. games. Yeah. Um, hell of a signing. I think for me, uh, 
where Joni is at right now um, is is perfect. Yeah. He's got a goal on the score sheet. A um, couple of assists, yeah. A couple of assists. Let's just you know jump to uh, Real Salt Lake's third goal. Yoni Menendez is also involved in that play. He is attacking. He basically holds up the ball, and then he puts it into the center for Albert Rusnak, who crushes that ball. Right. And right. that's Rusnak's sweet spot. So, yeah. It's nice. So, it's it's cool to see, like, the impact, not only from goals and assists, but Albert Rusnak doesn't get called up to his national team, and a lot of people are kind of crediting that for the chip on his shoulder, but... I really think it's because you're starting to build a squad that maybe can complement Albert right. a little better. So, yeah. So, just basically impressed with uh, Yoni Menendez's performance. So, since we're on the topic of three goals, let's jump to the next uh, Twitter question. We've got Kurt Wilson with a prediction. Uh, wow. He's saying LAFC 3, RSL 1. LAFC stomped SKC last time out. Uh, his feelings on Pablo are indifferent. Uh, I hope he and the team does well, as always, but I don't have a strong pro or negative feeling on him. The FC Dallas game looked like a continuation of the season. Uh, not much different. Do you agree with that last statement, Josh? Or uh, the score prediction? Yeah, not. I don't know. It's so hard to say, man. Like the The whole league has been so up and down that I don't know what the hell's happening anymore. A lot of people don't like that Pablo is essentially running a team. Mm -hmm. I think with Pablo, the immediate future is a little bright. And the the biggest observation that I had seen from this game is that we went down 1-0, 20 minutes. And we fought back, right? At home. Yeah. And we fought back. Yep. And the cool thing about Pablo, too, is he's believing in, like, the younger guys. He's letting Noah Powder get some play. Um, standing behind those guys. So right there he's kind of showing me that he's ready to take risks. Mm -hmm. Where, as before with Freddie, Freddie would, you know, he'd let players just stay on the field because he felt that they had more gas to give. Right. But, I mean, Pablo didn't make the greatest subs either, though. They were still pretty late. Okay. That's fair. The common thread that we see online is Uh that we want substitutions earlier. Earlier or, yeah, earlier. Earlier is correct. That's kind of what I see more so along those lines. So that's kind of where it gets a little bit uh, sticky is because, okay, are we going to be happy if we have a a coach that commits to a 70th-minute sub every single game? Probably not. Well, but, like, that's a fair question. Will we ever be happy? I I mean, it's (laughs) just – it's it's tough because that's, that's kind of what we're asking for some of us is we want earlier substitutions, but okay, what if RSL, what if what they have on the field is kicking ass? Like, do you still do a 65th minute right. sub or a 70th minute? So it's hard to say. I don't think that every single game is going to be consistent. Um, but what I think what we need to do maybe better as a fan base, and I know that a lot of people are are all over this, is really observe what's going on in the field. But Again, I don't know. Maybe it was us. Maybe it was somebody who started about substitution patterns. And so now it's just like the common, the hey, go-to. that's got to change, right? Yeah. The way that I see this is, yeah, 3-2 is a little scary um, given our history. Well, we, we almost gave up a third. Yeah, so. could have easily been a tie. Um, but if we remain positive and we look at the positives, 
it's three points right. at home the way that it should be against a team that we should know how to play by now right. in and this season. We just season. have to hope that the trend continues to go in the right direction. We sit in a pretty good position. Um, LAFC is just such an unpredictable team. Um, everybody, everybody thought that the matchup between LAFC and SKC was going to go SKC's way mm-hmm. uh, because of the state of LAFC right now. And and SKC got their, you know what, kicked mm. in, dude. Four zero. Um, a lot of like the score sheet is kind of silly. Uh, so I'm gonna read some names off to you, and then you let me know if you knew or like if you know of these players. Okay. So two goals. So a brace goes to Mamadou Fall, uh, the 18th minute and the 61st minute. Another of the four goals, Christian Arango, uh, 71st minute, and then. Well, Eduardo Atuesta, like yeah, we know yeah, that yeah. name. But three goals come from essentially just kind of names Squad that you don't players, recognize. Right? Yeah. yeah, you don't recognize. Yeah. 4-0 against, uh, I would say... The best team in the league. Well, one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, yeah a full force SKC, right? So yeah. uh, Roger <laughs> Espinosa had a red card in the 58th minute, to no surprise. Uh, yeah, did stats. 15 shots on goal from LAFC versus 9 on SKC. Uh, eight shots on target, which, yeah, if we have Putna in goal, it's definitely a concern. It's still a scary team. You have no Vela, and they beat SKC 4-0. Right. Are we better than SKC? No. Okay. So, I don't know, man. We're so, okay. RSL is so unpredictable, though. That's what I was saying earlier. You've got Rubin, Bobby Wood. You've depends got, on, it depends on who's healthy, though, right? you got Yoni Menendez. Anderson right. Anderson Julio. Anderson Julio. We have a great squad where we could possibly beat LAFC. But if I'm just being realistic, I'll give you two takes. Realistic, I think LAFC beats us pretty close. 2 like 1. 2 1, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Optimistically, we, we win 2 1. We just run them maybe 3 1. That'd be nice, but I doubt it. Uh, also, uh, let's talk, dude, let's just talk a little bit about Weston McKinney. Would you call it a suspension? Yeah, he's, he got suspended and sent back to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's okay. So if you haven't heard the Weston McKinney news, they're traveling for World Cup qualifiers. Right. Um, the, the rumor or the confirmed news, I think it's a little splotchy, but it sounds like he, uh, crashed a bachelorette party. Something like that, yeah. Had a female, probably a female visitor, back to his room when specifically, like, when you're traveling, you're told, you know, to keep the COVID protocol strong. Like, you don't want to put anybody in danger. Right. Um, you have to keep it, like, really tight and restricted. Um, I think to all the people who are criticizing online, uh, there's two perspectives. There's a perspective of, A, we're all human. Right. Um, if you're on Tinder, if you're like on dating apps and you're bringing people back to your house and you're going to work and you're going to family members' houses and you're kissing your mom and your dad on the cheek on the weekend after you've like hooked up with someone that you barely know, you're just as guilty. Right. However, on a different scale, uh, and this is the <laughs> this is the, the Landon Donovan um, assessment, which is a good one. You're on the U.S. national team squad. You're traveling for one week. Right. It's one week. One week. You don't have to see anybody. Like, you're asked to not break 
any COVID protocols to not do what Weston did, to not sneak out, to not basically avoid people right. for one week. So Landon Donovan uh, was on Grant Wall's podcast um, saying he's just extremely disappointed in Weston McKinney. And there are no excuses because it is one week. Right. But from the human side, the human nature side. Those are the young man side. But yeah, when you're week. traveling for one week, yeah. put it's, it into perspective. Yeah. It's uh it's a pretty it's a disappointing thing and I think that's the uh I think that's the right attitude. I don't think that he should be quote unquote cancelled. Me neither. Um, I don't either. But it is they are very important matches where he would have had some kind of impact and now we're gonna have just to rely on whoever is behind him. Which is not who we want to rely on, so yeah. So cool. Uh guys, uh thank you for tuning into the RSL show. Uh we will be back at it full force after the LAFC match. Uh continue to send over your predictions. Um if you're not on Twitter, hop on Twitter guys. That's where all the news is, that's where all the interaction is, that's where all the post uh media availability is going. Um, we love to do this. We love to cover RSL and we would love more engagement from those, uh, Facebook and Instagram listeners. Just try out Twitter. Just do it. You'll thank us. Yeah. It's a good time. Anything else you want to say? Uh, that's it. All right, guys, that concludes this show of the RSL show brought to you by one wire fiber. If you're a business owner, if you uh, have a few employees, you want to get away from everybody using personal cell phones. They have multiple plans for business voice hit them up onewire.co two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport she was tear gassed and beaten Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation. Care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.